The podcast The Matrix is a system, listener. One that's based on experience, skill sets, and you. There are other hosts, but what I'm telling you is that when it's time to dodge the billing bullets for hosting your entire podcast library online, you won't need to. Plug into the real world podcast hosting solution now at podcastermatrix.com. That's podcastermatrix.com. Welcome to Small Business Saturdays. Welcome to Small Business Saturdays. The Small Business Saturdays podcast. With your host and my husband. And my dad, Aaron Montgomery. Join the conversation. Let's talk some business. Welcome into Small Business Saturdays. I am really excited today to be coming to you from the private members group because with inside the OSG community here, you guys allow me to explore more of the success principles, my journey, how this is all building what we can do with our success group, the members, and and just do more, right? Provide more resources with our goal being to provide resources that empower business owners to achieve their idea of success. That's what this is all about. So being inside here, we're going to try to go deeper. We're going to try to give you more and go from there. Now, some folks might be listening to this on the podcast version later on. And, and that's great. That's still out there as an available resource for anybody. If you haven't actually already subscribed, go to Small Business Saturdays with an S, Small Business Saturdays Podcast.com, and you can subscribe on any of the normal podcast channels. You know, this resource, again, will stay available to everybody. This happened to be recorded about three to five months ago, though. So we'd love to have you in here on our live version. So if you are not an OSG member, we'd appreciate you checking out our memberships over at oursuccessgroup.com. Let's not waste any more time on that stuff. Let's get into what we're talking about here today. So today we're talking about becoming or being a successful business owner in 2021. Now, here's the deal. That whole in 2021 thing in the title, that was intentional, right? We put that in in there intentionally because it's not just about being a successful business owner. We want to do that. But in 2021, I believe that things are slightly different than they were maybe even two years ago. And they're definitely different than they were when I got into the industry 20 years ago. And they're definitely different when I started my career in the 90s um, and and whatnot. So let's think about that, though, right? The world is going to continue to shift. We're we're going through changes. You know, how many times a day do we say the word pivot? you know, I probably more than we'd like, right? Um, how many times a day do we say ter- terms or phrases like the new normal? Again, probably more than we'd like, but, but here's the deal. Change is happening and it has happened and it will continue to happen. And, you know, the economy is shifting, how we buy things is shifting, how we interact with each other is shifting, you know, how we live our daily lives is shifting. Some of that is, you know, seems scary. Change is not always easy. Um, some of that it doesn't always seem great, right? You, obviously, going through a pandemic uh, was not a great thing, not something that we uh, ever wanted to be a part of, but but we were, and you know we're here. And um, so within that, <clears throat> we've had a lot of good things come too, though, right? We, we have a lot of really exciting things that are happening in 2021. There, we have every opportunity to create a success, successful business now more than ever, right? We have tools and resources and, and, and more and more focuses on small business. You know, 
you hear it way more now than you ever did because, you know, small businesses needed the help, right? But that's a good thing. We're, we're focused on, you know, lots of people are starting small businesses and, and really it is easier than it's ever been to sm- start a small business. And, and again, that can be good or bad. We're not concerned about deciding if it's good or bad. What we're concerned about is figuring out how we can ourselves become successful business owners. So we've got tools like e-commerce, you know, Shopify, Equid, things like that, that are out there and more accessible than ever. Uh, tools to ship like ShipStation or Pirate Ship or whatever, you know, so we're no longer standing in line at the post office and things like that. Uh, we've got communication channels that uh, more and more, you know, how many people would have thought that uh, your parents or your grandparents or, or somebody that is from an earlier generation would even know what Zoom is. And now you've got grandmas and grandpas, you know, getting on Zoom calls and knowing what a Zoom call is, right? You know, heck, I, I barely used Zoom at all before we got uh, this started. Now, we did use it some before the pandemic, but boy, having a tool like that there or or doing things like live video like this, you know, StreamYard is what we use. So that tool's there, easy to access. Um, podcasts, everybody I, I, so my friend Terry Combs and I have the two regular guys podcast and we've been doing that for over nine years now. And so we, we were doing a podcast before podcasting was cool, right? We, now we were not early, early on, but we, we were definitely early on compared to a lot of other folks. So there, we jokingly, and again, we're, we love all of the other podcasts that are showing up. That's just more information, more, more people trying to help other people. And we love that. But we joke about the COVID podcast, right? Oh, I got to I got to do a podcast because I can't do the old things that I was used to, used to doing. And then you know they they go for about three, four, five, six. You know, some of them really did eight months worth of work and realize, yeah, having a weekly podcast is hard. <laughs> and and you know if you don't have a good plan for it, it's it's so. There's been a lot of podcasts that started and left. There's been a lot of people that say they have a podcast, yet you couldn't find them on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or wherever else, right? So all of these things are accessible and available to us. Social media, we're spending a lot more time there now. Um, so all of these things are really good, um, and we have access to all these things without massive investments. We can do this on limited budgets. And um, we don't have to have massive amounts of training either. You know, I can get in here and show anybody how to use StreamYard in like like that. In fact, that is a training. We're going to have that inside of a training that's coming up here about mastering live video in the R Success Group here soon. So all that stuff. Great. Right. So change pandemics, social unrest, all not good. I think we can agree on that, right? Um, not not change. Change is not good, but but change can be scary, right? So it 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 normally doesn't weigh up on the good side of our scale all that much. But on the good side of our scale, all these resources, all this access, all this opportunity that change is bringing. So um, that is why I'm excited to talk about this, and that is why. I wanted to be specific about the fact that being a successful business owner in 2021 is different than it used to be. Now, you're, you're saying to yourself, Aaron, what makes it so different, right? Well, to me, what makes it different is it used to be that some of these things that we're going to talk about here today were were nice things to do or, or were, um, you know, yes, but 
didn't did it have to be done for everyone but my belief is that in 2021 there are three things that are not just good things to do or hopeful things to do but i would i would go so far as to say these are required things to do to be a successful business owner in 2021 and beyond and and so i just want to be clear on that this is my opinion but i believe that these things are required right to be a successful business owner right so here we go number 1 planning having vision and goal setting i think that's required you know, we, we used to kind of think about it. Oh, you know, but let's try this. Let's do this. Okay. We're going to get into that here in just a second, but I think it's required that we actually do that. We're, we're actually intentional about having a plan about understanding what the big vision is and then having actual goals. And we'll talk about goals as well here today. So that's number one. Number two is having a proper foundation to be able to work smarter, right? These are things like, do we know what our numbers are? Do you know? And we'll we'll get into all these things a little bit deeper. But we have to have a proper foundation. We can't just wing it anymore. Um, so, and then number three, and and this is what separates, um, you know, pe- this is what separates businesses. As much as, you know, as much as excuses we want to make, this is the real separator between the people that are going to be successful and the people that are going to keep slogging away and struggling. And, and so, you know, again, not talking down to anybody, we're all in different phases and we're all doing the best with where we're at right now. But if your intention is to be successful, you have to do these three things. And this third thing is also extremely important and again, required. And this third thing is daily intentional actions. So what happens a lot of times is, you know, okay, we, we spent the time to plan, we've got a good foundation and, and that's all great. But then we sit back and we say, well, but I don't know why I'm not getting any more business. I don't know why this is not happening. Well, it's because how much action are you taking towards those things, right? So we have to add the action. And it's important that it's intentional. So daily intentional actions. We just got done not too long ago with that 21-day challenge. And we're going to put some other things together like that for our, our success group members, but it was intentional that it was 21 days. It was intentional that it was daily, even on Saturday and Sunday, because it was one small thing that we were asking you to do, right? We were asking you to... Have you heard about the five keys of business success called growing and launching your business? It's an online training program and you can check it out at oursuccessgroup.com forward slash five keys. While there, you can purchase the valuable online training modules and resources. It's over five hours of small bite-sized video training sessions broke out into 25 modules. Plus, there are 26 specific action steps designed to cement the training and get you into action on building the right foundation. You also get tools you need beyond the five hours of proven training, like spreadsheets, example forms that you can use and make your own, plus policy and marketing templates and more. The Five Keys of Business Success is designed to help you learn to price your products for profit, enjoy confidence in your marketing, have an efficient workflow and process, wow your customers with amazing service, and know exactly what it costs to be in business each day. Skip the alternative of feeling lost and overwhelmed and stop losing money or not even knowing where you're at until it's too late. Invest in the Five Keys online training program today to get the foundation you deserve for your small business. 
go to oursuccessgroup.com forward slash five keys. Spend a minute. I mean, a lot of people, I know there were days where I spent less than a minute on the challenge and got it done. So all I had to do was take one intentional action. And we thought about ways that we could better share our business. And that's a daily intentional action, but you have to do that daily. You know, we did it 21 days as um, intentionally as well, because typically it takes about 20 plus days to set a new habit, right? So if, if you've got a bad habit, um, the best thing to do if you want to get rid of that bad habit uh, is to come up with a different habit to do instead, right? So, um, you know, one of my bad habits is I've got a, a sweet tooth, right? So instead of daily going and grabbing a cookie or making sure I have dessert every night or a bowl of ice cream, I need to set a different habit of that habit of eating something healthy for me instead. So that way, and if I do that for 21 days straight, I can replace that habit. So anyhow, we're, we're, we're getting deep into the habit thing already, but it's about being intentional about the actions that we're going to take and they need to be something daily if we want to be successful. So there we go. So those are my three required things and I'm going to go in and break them all down, um, but love to get your thoughts here. Uh, so while you guys are putting some thoughts in there about what I just said, what I just threw at you there, um, let me go over them one more time. So number one, we have to have a plan. We have to, a vision. We have to have goals inside of that plan. So um, we've got kind of the 30,000 foot view. We've got the big picture as best we can, right? We, we don't have to know all of the steps. We just have to have a clear vision of where we're going. Um, and then number two, we have to have the proper foundations in place. We have to be able to work smarter, right? So we have to be able to know our numbers. We have to be able to, and, and again, I'll get to those things in, in a second, but that's the second thing. And then the third thing is that we have to be willing to take daily intentional actions, right? All right. So with that, let's, uh, let's dive into these things here real quick. And uh, well, not, not real quick. Like I said, the whole intention of moving here inside the Our Success Group private members group was so we can go deeper, right? And so we, we feel like those resources and we're in a in a safe place and I'm, I'm talking to people that are are really interested in, in growing and, and being successful um, because you guys have made that investment in yourselves and, and, and we're proud to be part of this community. So let's talk about the planning, the vision, the goal setting, you know, and, and the reason why to me this is required is that today because of all those changes, because of all that access, because of all of the lack of need for, you know, big dollars and, and extensive training and all that other stuff, um, you know, there is a lot of noise, right? Every, you know, I was, we were talking last night in our Masters of Success meeting, and there was some discussion about, you know, the, the, the new crafters everywhere. And, and that, that, that's fine, you know, right? We have to start somewhere. But that creates a lot of noise. You know, I, I've got a neighbor next to me here and she's got a cricket, right? And, and she just, she doesn't sell anything or anything like that. But, you know, she doesn't need decoration from me necessarily, but they do, right? They, they do because <laughs> they have an interest in it. So that actually means that they're a customer. So we, we got to find that. But there's just a lot of noise out there, right? Everybody has got a business these days and that's cool. 
And that's a good thing. There's a lot of competition because of that. Um, and then on top of that, there are tons of distractions. You know, the, the shiny object syndrome, the squirrel, what, what oh, distraction, huh? We've got all of that in our lives. There's a bunch of things coming at us. There's lots of competition. So because of all that, that means that we've got to be different, right? We've got to raise above. And the way to raise above is to have our vision. And our vision is what we want to have happen for us. It has nothing to do with anybody else. It has nothing to do with the competition, the noise, the distractions. It's This is the clear vision of what we want to have happen in five, 10, you know, three, wherever you know, if you want to be really aggressive and go for it, where do you want to be next year? That's in a big way. That's a big um, vision, right? So, because if you don't have that vision, it's just going to continue to be a slog. Um, you're going to try this or that. You're going to try to scream louder than the next guy. You're going to be in one of those races to the bottom on the price, right? You're going to get all of that shiny object syndrome. So, by having a vision, by setting goals you are going to be able to be above all that and stay focused on that, right? We're, we're making those daily actions that we talked about, they become intentional. So that that's what planning and vision is all about and why it's so important. And here's the bonus, you guys as our success group members that are catching the live version right now, you've got all those resources available to you, right? We uh, did the five keys of planning last year and you can go back to those and check them out. Plus, in June, we're going to do them again, redo them, and, and go a little bit deeper. So you've got those resources available to you. Just go back and do that. Spend a little time. I'm not saying you need to go and, and spend you know the, the six, seven hours of just nonstop going through that, but carve out some time each week to, to go back to those. You know, Maybe scroll to different areas and work on different parts of that, right? The first one's determining your why and then defining the people and your marketing plan and goal setting. Um, I think I flip those flip flop those and, and then getting some, some budgets and metrics in place. Right. And that, that's actually part, and that gets you started into the second thing that we we're going to talk about here is building that proper foundation. So you've got all that stuff and go do it. And then as you have questions or as you're doing it, post it in the private members group here, right? Let's talk about it. The more people, more eyeballs you get on it, the more feedback you get, the better it's going to be, right? Because if you can make it your vision clear to someone else, then it'll be uber clear to you. And, and if it's uber clear to you, then you'll be able to then next go, okay, now what's the first thing I need to do? And, and then start building the hows into how you're going to get there. Because again, we don't have to know. In fact, most people don't know how. In fact, most people that think they know how they're going to get there They'll realize once they get there that it was actually nothing like they thought it would be. Different things happen along the way, but you're at least heading in the right direction, right? So my favorite story when it comes to something like this is when they first landed on the moon. And again, I won't get the percentage right, and I really should go, and, and I will. I will look, look that up. In fact, I'm going to make a note right now to NASA landing. Okay, but percentage. There we go. So, but the, the story goes when they first landed on the moon, as they were getting there, they were actually off course 90% of the time. I think it's something that high, 80, 90% of the time they were off course, right? So if they were off course, 80, 90% of the time, then how the heck did they get to the moon? Now, 
we find out later on, it wasn't smooth. They, they didn't land anywhere close to where they wanted to land. They didn't even know if they were going to make it off the moon. Um, all sorts of crazy stuff happened. But in the moment that it happened, I, I was not around. But um, if you were around, and, and I remember talking to my dad about it and stuff like that. I mean, it was the greatest accomplishment ever to be able to land somebody on the moon. But yet they were off course 80 to 90 percent of the time. But they had the foundation, right? They had they had the vision. They knew they wanted to get to the moon by the end of the decade. They had how much and by when. The how much was get to the moon. How, so that's how far, however far it is from here to the moon. Um, and then by when, end of the decade. So they had that vision. They had that plan. They had the goal. And then they went for it. Now, they're like I said, they were off course most of the way, but then they had the foundation in place to measure, okay, we're off course, let's correct. And then they came back and then, okay. So I, I know you guys have heard me tell that story before, but I, I really think that that is a, a really good visual for us to realize that it doesn't matter if we're off course. All it matters is that we're at least pointed in the general direction. And then we listen for feedback. We set up things that are feedback for us to help us get back on course, right? All right. So that's that's about planning and, and, and vision and goal setting. Um, and again, those five keys of planning is a great place to go back to from mid last year and then be sure that in June you are ready to go and that you're you're really excited to get into that because not only are we going to go through the planning again, but we're going to add some additional kind of homework steps that will help you get even deeper into it. All right. So with that, now, before I move on to number two, the foundations, and again, you guys, I want to hear your thoughts. I want to hear what you guys are thinking about planning, vision, goal setting, what questions you have. Um, what, what questions you have about the three things that I mentioned? Am I crazy? Am I on base? Where, where are you guys at with all of this? So while you guys are, are posting in there, I'm going to keep going because I want to, before we get to foundations, I want to share a quick note about goal setting, a quick thought, right? Um, now, I think what happens for a lot of us, and I know this happened for me, and that's why I say I think it happens for a lot of us. Maybe not. Maybe it just happened for me. But when I first started with this whole idea of setting goals, what I was actually doing was I was setting intentions or wishes, right? Because I was missing the two key ingredients that we just talked about with getting to the moon of how much and by when, right? It, it, that's the difference between a goal and an intention or a wish. So if you can add those two main things and be very specific about your goal, that becomes a goal. Otherwise, it's an intention or a wish. So for example, let's say my, I think my goal is to make more money. Okay. Well, that's actually an intention or a wish. I wish to make more money. I have this intention of doing things to make more money, but an actual goal would be, I am going to make, or I will make X amount of dollars by a certain time. So, because here's, here's the deal. If you say, I want to make more money, well, if I give you a dollar right now, you've just now made more money. Goal done. Your brain goes, okay, cool. We achieved that. What's next? And, and if you don't have anything next, then um, I'm just going to go back to homostasis and, and Netflix and chill, right? So, But if I have that goal that's out there, um, 
then you can reach for it. And, and Kevin, this is a, a fantastic point, and I, and I really appreciate you adding this here. Should your goal start out being more short-term than long-term? <clears throat> so here's, here's how I would do it, and, I, and, and here's how the successful people I've seen and learned from have taught me. What we want to do is we want to start with this big vision. So I would start with a big goal, right? So for me, I looked at five years down the road. I've even kind of pushed myself to even go, okay, what's 10 years down the road look like? Um, and, and then from there, you know, and that be, that's really difficult, right? <laughs> that, that's a five years. And I know it doesn't seem like that long of a time, but, but in reality, five years is a ways down the way, 10 years, boy, you know, if I, when I was 30, if I would have thought what I would be doing when I was 40 or, you know, now that I'm in my forties, like what's 50 going to look like, it was really hard to imagine. Um, you know, so, and, and when I get to be 50, what's 60 going to look like. Right. So, um, it's just really hard to imagine, but it's really important. I think for us to start there, because if we just set a short-term goal, we don't know what's possible, right? Because what I just said before, our brain is going to help us work on that. The, the things that we attract to us are going to help us work on this. And as soon as we get to that goal, um, then our brain stops. So if we set the big goals first, and, and again, it's okay if they change as you progress. <clears throat> so that's the next step of this is, you know, I've set my five-year goals. I've, I've looked at what 10-year goals are. And then from there, now we can come back and break down because what I'm doing and saying in my five-year goal is just that big picture, right? But what I'm talking about, what I want to get accomplished in 2021 becomes very, very specific. Um, shoot, I don't have it here. I will share this in the, um, uh, in the members group here. So I've kind of put together a little program for myself that I'm trying to refine and someday I will make it available and, and, and I can make it available now, but it, it's, it's still a work in progress um, of, of this whole process that then comes all the way down to daily, right? So got 10-year goals, got five-year goals, got annual goals that are then broken down more, reviewing those quarterly celebrating the successes monthly planning weekly daily intentions and and so to answer your question in a long roundabout way kevin start with big goals don't worry too much about you know we still want them to be goals like how much and by when so you know by 2025 um but don't worry too much about like you know, uh, can I really, you know, make that something that's a stretch, right? Make that something that's really big. Um, and, and Jerry, this is a great point too. do small goals, goal wins, build momentum a hundred percent. And so that's where the other parts then come in. So we start here with the big goal and that's why I'm not too worried about, you know, I want to believe that I can get there, but I don't have to know how I'm going to get there. So now I'm going to break that down into an annual goal that then I'm allowing myself to review quarterly and, and be okay with, okay, I got to change that goal, right? Something changed in my life over the last three months and I need to be able to adjust. And then that's then also where if we back it down one more step from there, Jerry, where 
every month, you've got to go back and have a way to go, okay, what did I get done? Because we forget all of the great things that we've done. All we, most of us, especially me, all I do is remember the things I didn't get done. But if I can actually go back and go, yeah, you know what? I did do these things. Then that helps build that momentum, right? I'm, I'm inspired to go do more because, oh, you know what? Yeah, I did actually get a lot of things done this last month. So that's, that's where that monthly review comes into play. And then, you know, when you get into the real minutia of it by planning out your week, in fact, we were talking about this in the Masters of Success group last night as well. If you plan out your week, you know, because days are going to happen that things just don't go well, right? But if I plan out a week and I give myself that whole week, like my week this week did not go as planned, you know, and either it was me not working hard enough or getting the right things done at the right time, getting distracted or whatever, or whatever happened, my week did not go exactly how I had planned, but it's not over yet. So after I get done here, I'm going to really get after finishing the things that I had on my, my plan for Monday, you know? So I've got Monday tasks still sitting there, but that's okay because I can now, okay, focus. And then the, I'm going to look at some things. I'm going to go, you know what? I didn't actually need to get that done this week. I, I, it's okay if I move that. And then, so I move that into my next week. And then on Sunday, I, I try not to do a whole lot on Sunday, rest, family time, stuff like that. And then, um, at the end of Sunday, it's about planning for the next week. So r- really kind of got deep, but, uh, but I appreciate you guys sharing that stuff. So start out with the big goal, really focus on the sh- shorter term goals, the annual goals, and then celebrate those wins along the way to build the momentum, right. And, and to keep that going. So hopefully that helps. And hopefully, uh, you guys are, are that, that, that answers the question. So let, let me know what else you guys got. Wonderful. Appreciate that feedback. All right, so let's get into number two. <laughs> we only covered number one, and, and this is this is exactly why I wanted to do it inside the private members group. Um, so number two, foundations. So the plan is a, is a really great place to start, right? We've got the goals. We, 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 we kind of know where we're heading. But we also, like I said, have to have that foundation in place. We, we need a little bit more, you know? So a great example of this is we need to know our costs. That's there's a very specific reason that Todd and I started with determining your costs as the very first training we ever did in our success group and, and, and really a foundational piece of every business. We have to know our costs. We have to understand what it costs us to be in business every day. And, and, and part of that is paying ourselves, right? So we have to know our costs. Then we have to have a pricing strategy. You know, you can't, go into one of the industry Facebook groups and not find a post that happened this week where somebody asked, well, what would you guys charge for this? And, and while I get that understanding and talking to your peers about, about different things, what I price for something and what you price for something have nothing to do with each other, right? You're just trying to understand the market. And I get that. But if somebody said, well, I would charge $8 for it and you go and you charge $8 for it likelihood of you actually being a long-term successful business, if that's your pricing strategy, bad, <laughs> right? You might get lucky sometimes, but it's not going to be good. Um, you know, you, you have to understand the, the pricing strategy. We also have to have a good workflow. 
We have to you know, be efficient with what we do. We, we need to have a plan for dealing with our customers and having those policies in place. Um, we need to have an understanding of how we're going to market, what, what we're going to do. So we, we need to build those foundational pieces. We need to understand who we're going to market to. You know, we just not too long ago got done with the, the marketing overview piece of that, that uh, growth and building five keys. And a big part of that was understanding who we're marketing to. So let me give you one quick example. And I already kind of alluded to it a little bit, but um, I recently commented on a post over in the business basics group, someone asking, what should I price? And, um, and I responded by saying, well, what does it cost you to be in business every day? And the reply I got to that, the, the pushback was, well, that wasn't my question was, you know, and I'm going to read this because I want to get this exact for you guys. She said, I don't have any employees. I don't even pay myself at this point, And I run everything from home. So let that sink in for a second. I don't have any employees. I don't even pay myself. And at this point, I run everything from home. Okay. So no, nothing wrong with that. You know, I, I don't have any employees. I'm in my basement. Most of you guys, I believe, are, you know, Todd just moved home. So nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with any of that, except for the middle part. So uh, who, who here thinks that there's a lack of logic in that reply? And, and can you point it out, right? I think I just teed it up to you guys there. But where's the lack of log logic in that? So there's no foundation there, right? Because <laughs> I'm going to wait for you. I'm going to try to drag this out as long as I can. I'm going to wait for you guys to answer this question. Where's the lack of logic there? What, what's missing? What foundational piece? There you go. You must pay yourself. You must pay yourself, right? Because this is that was in the business basis group. We're trying to become successful business owners. Nothing wrong with having a hobby. Nothing wrong with that. You know, have a hobby. But that is not a business thing. More like a hobby than a business. Why then be a business? Why be in business if, if you're not getting paid? I love it. You, yes. Again, why I came to the private members group. People that get it. Yes. <laughs> All right. So um, thank you. That, that totally excites me. And, and so if you start pricing at a point where you're not paying yourself, you're never going to be able to pay yourself. Oh, well, I just want to win the business. Ah, you're not going to win the right business if you're not paying yourself. So that's the foundation that I'm talking about. If you don't build in that plan to pay yourself, how are you going to pay yourself later? So you'll be always behind. And this is why the foundational piece is so important to me. Again, we just wrapped up that five keys of growing and launching. Um, so go back and check those out. Ask any questions. Um, Yep, I feel like this exact statement is why I tell people to read profit first. And 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 honestly, that's what our foundation is. It's it's not exactly profit first. They go real specific and 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 I'm I'm cool with that. I, I'm not a I'm I'm not a profit first guy, but I understand it and I think it's right for a lot of people. So again, but at the at the beginning, we have to pay ourselves if we want to be a profitable business. So um and, and again, I, I like this comment too. That was me for a long time. Wanted all the customers, but wasn't really making money. I've learned a lot in the last five years. And, and, and again, this is not to say that if you weren't paying yourself, 
you're not doing it right, you can get there. We can actually get there by doing it. But the sooner you build that foundation of understanding that I have to pay myself, understanding these other things, the sooner I'm going to get to success. So um, appreciate your guys' comments and, and feedback. And Jerry, I missed this one earlier. So let me just hit this real quick. Because so, And I haven't read it yet. My weekend plan was to print 46 hoodies. I decided to print them last night so I could get it out of the way. There you go. Get it done. Take that action. Get to it. All right. I love it. Perfect. So that's that's the second one, the foundation. We got to have a foundation. I, I, I know I'm preaching to the choir here because you guys have shown up in a big way and, and told me that I'm on the right track. There's feedback for me and feedback for you guys that you're on the right track too. So wonderful. Let's get to number three, right? Unless you guys have some other things there and we can come back. And, and, and that's what I love about this opportunity is to get a chance to, to be in there. If for whatever reason you guys are showing up as Facebook user, um, just do me a quick favor and, and I'm going to find it again here. Todd put a link in there earlier and there it is. If you'll just go to our success.group forward slash Facebook real quick, that should automatically um, give StreamYard approval for me to see you. I, I get it. We're inside a group and, and it's okay. So I'm not going to to worry too much about if you're showing up as a Facebook user. I know you guys are awesome and I'm going to go in and look at the comments later and, and know who I'm talking to anyhow. So, um, all right, let's talk about number three because I, I do want to try to keep this in an hour so you guys can get off to your Saturday here. Um, number three was daily intentional actions, right? And, and I already briefly talked about this, but let's dig into this. Um, so we can have all of that planning. We can have that big goal. We can break that down into our smaller goals. We can build that momentum. But the real way that we build momentum is by taking actions, right? The, the goal wins only happen if we take actions. We only, <laughs> all right, good. I'm glad to have you here, Nan. Um, thanks for being here. All right. Um, so the goal wins only happen though, if we take actions. So all of that planning and foundation is great. But after we have that, or after we've started working on that, because even if we don't have all that yet, that can still be a work in progress. In fact, the way I look at it is when we're doing planning, when I talk about a business plan, to me, it's always a working plan. And, we'll, and, and, and so that working plan is always a work in progress, right? We're, we're always growing. We're always evolving. We're always expanding. Um, and that's what we want to be doing, but we can't do that if we're not taking actions, right? If we, if we just plan the whole time and we don't actually get out there and do it, then none of that planning is going to be worthwhile because it's just theory. So we need to go out there and actually start. So this is like a scientist who just does theory all the time. They never really get anywhere because they don't do the experiments. So our action that we take daily is doing the experiments. And, and those experiments become the feedback that we need. So, for example, let's say the action is you're going to go out there and you're going to promote a product um, or you're going to do it, you know, so you, you, you post on social media and you just did it one time and nobody said anything. So the, you know, the feedback there could be several things. Maybe it doesn't resonate. Maybe you're not talking to the right people. There's lots of different things that it could be. Um, and, and most likely it's just that you're not sharing it enough. Um, I, I will tell you that I've yet to meet anybody that's in our success group that's anywhere close to oversharing and, and I, you know, and, and that's, that's okay. You know, I, I get it, but I could, 
and, and me included, by the way, I, I definitely know that I could step it up too and, and talk more and, and share more and be out there more. Um, so taking those actions, taking those daily actions could just mean doing more, right? Posting more, sharing more, talking to more people, picking up the phone more, setting up more Zoom calls, trying new things, whatever. But we have to be able to take those actions because those actions, again, become the experiments that then tell us what action we should be taking next or, or, or what actions we should be changing or how we should change the plan. Or, or maybe that goal wasn't actually getting me to that bigger goal. Maybe what I decided I wanted to do this year, it sounded great, but did it, did it really do the things that I wanted it to do? So um, within this action, and, and again, this is, uh, <laughs> there we go. I love this. Kevin says, argued with my wife about this yesterday. She posts 11 PM and doesn't understand why she doesn't get the interaction. Um, you know, again, we, we have, my wife and I have those same conversations. And again, I know I'm also talking to myself uh, about this. It, it is about, Oh, posting, posting, post, especially when it comes to social media, right? You will know when you've overposted, right? You will get that feedback. It will be definitely obvious to you. But for whatever reason, we feel like overposting is the third rail. And if we touch it, it's terminal, like that we, we die, right? Not true at all. Think about the people that are most active out there, the way they got to be where they are to way they got to be influencers and, and is a lot, right? But it wasn't just a lot of like, bleh. I'm not saying go and overpost with like this, just vomiting. What I'm saying is go overpost with an understanding of where you're trying to get to with a plan and then be willing to listen to the feedback. The feedback's going to be there. You're going to know what people want to talk about, what, what hits their hot buttons in a good way and what hits their hot buttons in a bad way and then making those adjustments. So, but if you don't overpost, if you don't post a lot, you're not going to have enough feedback. So when I'm talking about daily intentional actions, we've just talked about social media, but there's lots of other things that we can and should be doing, right? Whatever the actions are that are right for you. Sometimes those actions are just to, um, you know, get things done and, and to work in the business a little bit and, and to focus on making sure that I get my orders out on time. And that's great. But then on the flip side of that, you also need to take the action of making sure that I do have the operating procedures in place and that I am understanding how much it actually costs me to make something and how much actual time I'm taking. You know, so there, there's another intentional action. My intention is to better understand my business. So I'm going to set up an action time the process, figure out the cost, do some math, do something hard, blah, 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 blah. Um, going forward, taking that, doing that daily intentional action can mean a lot of things, but you have to do something, at least something every day. Now, through the success principles, the recommendation is take your goals and then figure out what five things you can do to help you get towards your goal every day. It's, he, uh, he calls it practice the rule of five. And so his story, Jack Canfield, sorry, um, for those of you that, that aren't familiar, Jack Canfield is the author of the success principles that I'm a certified trainer of. And the practice, the rule of five thing talked about for him when they were trying to get the chicken soup for the soul books out there, which now 
through the series, they've sold over a billion chicken soup for the soul books. That's a billion with a B. Um, so if you, if, so that was their goal was to get the chicken soup for the soul books published, but they were turned down by, and again, the number is not coming right to my head, but it's over 140. I believe they were turned down by over 140 publishers before somebody finally said yes. So their daily action, their, their rule of five was every day I'm going to do five things that get us closer to getting this book published. So whether that's, you know, make five calls to new publishers, whether that's send out five letters, whether that's go on five news shows or get on five podcasts or start my own podcast or whatever those actions are, taking those actions, daily intentional actions. And, and it becomes two things. I'm going to get to these comments. You guys have some great comments here. So, so bear with me one second, but I want to finish my part here real quick because it becomes two things. How much action are you willing to take, A? And when I say how much action are you willing to take, when we take action, when we do these things, sometimes there's sacrifice involved, right? Maybe you've got a day job and you get home from the day job and you're, you just want to crash. And that's cool. That's fine. But you got to find a way to at whatever time, you know, so maybe you're making the sacrifice of instead of watching the new Netflix show, I'm going to take an action on my business first and then watch the Netflix show or maybe watch a shorter or not binge watch the entire season or, or whatever. Right. So that's that is the how much action are you willing to take? What sacrifices are you willing to make? And then B, how valuable are those actions too? to you, right? So that's the other part that we were kind of talking about there is we could post a whole lot, but is that really valuable, right? Does that get us closer to our goal? So that's where we then have to understand and evaluate the actions that we've taken previously. So all the actions that I've taken up to this point, I need to be willing to go back and look at those things. Even if, even if some of them feel like a big, huge failure and flop, there is something to learn from all of those things. How valuable was that, right? And, and, and when I can do that, when I can understand how valuable that action was to me, then I can do more things like that. And then those actions, I can do less actions because those actions are more valuable. See, so, so this is how it builds up because I take the feedback from all the actions I did before. I, I cherry pick out the good ones and then I just focus on those good ones. And then again, the same process. And hopefully, if all things go to plan, which they don't always go exactly to plan, but when you get to your goal, then you'll be able to go, okay, now I can breathe a sigh of relief, right? That, that whole idea about an entrepreneur is willing to do the things that most people aren't willing to do so they can then have the life that most people won't have. So um, there we go. So those are my things. Let me get into these comments because there are some good ones. Um, Okay. What about posting the same thing several times a day or should it be something different each time? Great question. Great, great. Hi, I'm Kyleen and you're listening to an episode of the Small Business Saturdays podcast. Do you want to subscribe to the Small Business Saturdays podcast? Head over to smallbusinesssaturdayspodcast.com. There are tons of ways to subscribe. Click on your favorite and grab all the information about growing your small business. I'm, I'm not copying out. I promise. Okay. I a hundred percent promise that I'm not copying out here and I will explain and I will get into this. 
But my answer to you is try both, right? Try start out, try posting the same thing several times a day, because here's why that can be valuable for you. It may not be exactly what you want to do, and it is probably not going to be what you're going to do long term. But if you post the same thing several times a day, then you have one variable to then understand the feedback on those posts. So if I've posted the same thing for a week, three different times a day, and then I go back and I look at those things, and then I understand, and and, and then I can review and say, okay, well, the stuff that I posted in the morning got more engagement, it got more people to click on my website, it got more people talking, whatever it is that that the goal of those posts are, um, than the, the other two that I did that day, right? So like I said, ultimately, you're probably not going to end up posting the same thing multiple times a day, but why not try it to start, right? It, it, again, none of these things are fatal flaws. So give yourself the opportunity to be to get that feedback. And then the next thing that you can do is then change the variable, right? So now I'm going to post several times a day, and, and but they're going to be different. And, and so maybe each one has kind of got a little different. So maybe in the morning slot, you do all things that just are about asking questions. And then maybe in the afternoon slot, you do all things that are, are just about um, sharing a picture. And then maybe in the evening slot, it's all things about getting people to come buy something from your website, right? So within that, you um, now can look at those things and then switch them up, then flip the order, right? And then understand. So um, to answer your question, post post in such a manner that you do it like a scientist, right? It's an experiment. And, and you're, you're doing these things to then go back and be able to look at the insight. And it's not, it's not difficult. I'm not saying you have to be a data scientist here. All I'm saying is go back in and look and the things that seem to work better, we'll try to do more of those things. And then again, change up what the variables are, try it, finite amount of time, a week or something like that, maybe a month. I mean, your timeline is, is up to you. The more data that you have, the better your information is going to be. Again, you don't have to be a data scientist. You're going to get the feel for it. Go with your gut on that, right? Look at the numbers and go with your gut. What, which one looked better and why? Make sure you answer that second part though. Which one looked better, but make sure you can understand and, and clearly state to somebody else. So if, if you were to look at all this information with me looking over your shoulder and then you say to me, okay, the ones that I did in the morning are the better time to post. And then if I go, okay, tell me why. Can you clearly explain that to me, why you think that that's better, right? So, but at the end of the day, a lot of it comes from your gut, but back that up with your guts, um, with your gut instincts, with some information to be able to explain why, all right? So hopefully that answered it. If you wanna go deeper on that, just ask me some more and, and we'll, we'll go more into that. Wendy says, you have said so many times, breaking goals down to measurable steps. I finally got a breakthrough this week in my goal of the website revamp, daily action, one page at a time. There you go. Wendy, high five, all those things, hug, what, 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 all good. All right. <laughs> that, that is awesome. That's great. Yes. Break them down, small bits, daily actions, because what will happen is 
and 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 make sure that you do this part too though wendy look back on this look back a month later add up all of those daily little things and you're going to see wow you know so that's for me where the monthly celebration part comes in because then i'm pumped i'm expired for the next month to go do even more wow i broke that down like that and then you do a little bit better each day so that's that's really awesome cool thanks wendy for sharing all right i try to give myself 30 to 60 minutes between when i log off from the day job to reset my brain before i start working on orders projects for my business janessa that that's that's perfect again you've set that intentionally get hundred percent. And again, the days where it was a rough day and 30 to 60 minutes, isn't going to cut it. And I just need to curl up and, and chill. Totally cool. That's why if you give yourself a week to get the task done, um, my friend, Matt Granados, who wrote the book, motivate the unmotivated. I've had him on the two regular guys podcast several times. Um, in fact, I'm talking to him about doing a training, a specific training inside, uh, inside of our success group, hopefully sometime this year, we'll see his schedule is really crazy. Um, hopefully sometime this year about um, being very intentional and, and his process, but he, he helped solidify this idea of the week for me because again, yeah, if I can, I don't know what the day is going to bring. And so I got to have some mechanism in place for that bad day to be just wiped away. Right. Because what happens is we try to get this beautiful week planned out and then things go badly. And if we don't give ourselves the luxury of moving those things along, then then we just start off, you know, and if Monday's terrible, we start off the week with we're just not feeling good and, and we've given up and now we've just blown the whole week. But if we go, okay, Monday didn't work out, no problem. Regrouping, Tuesday, okay, I'm gonna check off a couple more things. And then, you know, if if you've been able to really get all the things you wanted done by Thursday, then you've got a long weekend, but maybe even through Friday, things didn't go well. Well, then you get to put a little time in on Saturday. And if Saturday didn't go well, well, you still got some time on Sunday. You know, these are the sacrifices. These are things we have to be willing to take those actions. We have to be willing to make those sacrifices. But if I don't give myself the leisure to do that, you know, I've got to give myself that 30 to 60 minute break. But maybe I've got to do a little bit more. So thank you for sharing that, Janessa. I, I appreciate you letting me go deeper into that. And uh, man, I get excited about this stuff. I love it. Thank you, guys. Um, okay, I've noticed that tags have a lot to do with Instagram. Uh, hashtags definitely are, are um, an important part of Instagram. And and I would go so far in a lot of things that I've heard and read and, and even experimented with myself is that why not continue that on, right? Why not put those hashtags in Facebook too? It's not going to hurt. Um, LinkedIn, actually, um, you can do a lot of things with, with hashtags. So adding those things, I've actually made a note in Google Keep called hashtags, and I've added all the hashtags that I want to use that I want to try to use. And then when I, when I make a post, I just go into Google Keep and I copy those hashtags, paste them into the bottom, and, and there you go. So hopefully that is helpful for folks there. All right. So that's what I've got. Those are the three things kind of to summarize here, being a successful business owner in 2021 is different, right? For many years, I've seen, I've heard, heck, I've even said it, shared it out there that we've got to get out there and hustle, 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 right? But here's what I think has become different for us is that we have to probably get rid of that word, right? We, I'm going to do my best to remove hustle from the vocabulary. Um, 
because I, I honestly, I, I just don't think hustle is quite good enough anymore. And, and it, it's overused, right? So I, I don't want to grind. I don't want to hustle and I don't want to struggle. You know, yes, I do have to make some sacrifices to be intentional, but what I want to do is I want to live my best life. So that grind, that hustle, that struggle becomes my business, be, just being in business, right? It, it, it's, it's not a grind. It's not a struggle. It's just part of my daily life. It's part of my experience, right? It's, it's just being, and, and that hustle then becomes the daily habits that I've built. The struggle becomes kind of the, the natural growth through being open to the feedback, but taking action, being open to the feedback, picking out the right actions for me to do, that becomes that natural growth. That becomes the law of attraction. If you haven't looked up the law of attraction, um, go watch the movie, The Secret. Uh, you know, they may seem wooey and out there and all this crazy new age stuff. I'm here to tell you it hundred percent works. It's hundred percent true. Um, and, and, and I think that it builds the right frame of mind, the right mentality to be open to the feedback, you know, to, to be open to letting things come to you. Right. So Todd says hustle till it's a habit. Um, I'm okay with that. Like I said, I just feel like hustle is kind of a, a bit overused. And, and to me, when you say hustle and grind, I don't know, as a, as somebody that's played sports, I think hustle has to do with sports, right? Running up and down the, the field hard. That, that's hustle. In business, I want to be intentional about what I do. I want to enjoy it. I want to, even when I'm starting, even when the bad days happen, I still want to find a way to find some joy in that. So again, I'm not going to split hairs here and, and, and I'm not saying if you say hustle, it's bad. What I'm saying is I want to make it feel less like hustle and more like just a habit, more like just part of my daily life. That is everything, right? It doesn't have to be about my business. I want to just make good habits. I want to do good things in my life um, because that's what we're meant to do as humans, right? Uh, So that that's that's my kind of last soapbox moment there. I love it. Hustle till it's a habit. We can we can I can live with that. Um, but what I really want you guys to do is just be intentional with your actions and build those things into habits for yourself because then they just become right. No more grinding. No more struggling. Just being right. Just just having this as part of who we are and and uh, and that being a good thing. You know, it, not saying that you have to work every hour of every day. Your business is just part of who you are. So you can, can, the way I like to look at this is like, you know, some people think that, oh, I've got to work every hour of every day if I want to be the business, right? If I want to be this business owner, I want to do these things. Not true. You just are open to whenever the time is right that you're going to be involved in your business. But that also means that you can be open to other times when other people are at their nine to five job. They're, they're J-O-B. <laughs> Jack Canfield actually sa- says J-O-B is an acronym for just over broke, right? Um, so <laughs> we won't go too deep into that. But, um, you know, so if we're willing to be the business any time of the day, we, we are also have the right, we also have the opportunity to not be the business when other people have to, because that's their job. That's they have to go do it. Otherwise they don't get paid right now. Same thing for us. If we choose 
times where maybe we should be doing the things for our business to not do them, then there's an opportunity we're not going to get paid. But I get to choose when that time is right for me, right? So anyhow, that 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 uh, I said I was going to kind of finish my soapbox, but I apparently had just a little bit more to go. <laughs> All right. So let me leave you with five things that were kind of spread throughout this here. Um, kind of the talking points, the bullet points to leave you with kind of as a, a resource to, to go, okay, how do I break this down? How do I really put this into action for myself here today? Um, so let me get over to the right place, the banners here. So the first thing, the first thing we want to be aware of, the first thing we want to work on, the first thing that we need for, to become a successful business owner in 2021 is a clear why, a clear why, a mission, a vision. What's the big picture look like, right? What, what's the what's the ultimate goal? Why are we doing this, right? There, I, I hear all the time people say, oh, well, I started my business because I want to make money. I want to support my family. Okay. Well, that that's fantastic. And that's a, a great intention, a great wish. But there's a lot of other ways that you could, you know, put food on the table and support your family than actually the the sometimes challenges of being an entrepreneur, right? You could go get that job and, and do that and work for somebody else. So so what why is it that you actually started a business though? I know the intention is to ultimately get to that point where you're supporting your family, you're doing these things. But why choose this business, right? And then even if it is to start a business, there's lots of different businesses you can start. So why did you choose to become a decorator? Why did you choose to get into vinyl? Why did you choose to become a screen printer? What attracted you to that? What drew you to that? Or does it feed a creative need that you have? Does it feed a, a, a need to work with people and, and to see their eyes light up when you deliver something, right? Um, you know, for, for us with our success group, the why is to provide resources that empower for whatever reason inside me and and inside Todd um, we light up the 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 box gets checked for us when I can see somebody have that light bulb moment to feel empowered to to wrestle <laughs> victory away from defeat to, to be able to empower somebody the second part of it is business owners because I love working with business owners because you are entrepreneurs, you are people willing to put yourself out there. You're willing to put risk a little bit. You're willing to invest in yourself. You're willing to do something that's a little bit scary for most people, right? So that's the next part of it, business owners. And then to achieve their idea of success, because at the end of the day, I've had too many people tell me what success should be, right? And therefore, there's been a lot of times in my life where I just didn't feel happy, successful. You know, I, I did a lot of partying and drinking because I just felt like that was what I needed to do to get away from all that stuff. Um, so I didn't feel that success because I was relying on somebody else to tell me what success was. But now that I realize that I get to decide what success is for me, I get to choose to be happy every day. It's pretty awesome. I, do I choose to do that every day? Absolutely not. I'm still, it's still a work in progress. But that's part of the success is that I'm willing to make that work in progress. So why is it, sorry, back on the soapbox, I, th I said I'd stop, but I didn't. Why is it that you chose to be in business? What, what, why is it? Get into the, the weeds of that. So have a clear why, okay? And then be able to explain that. 
right? So to be able to break that down, we've got our mission statement. We've got our why statement to provide. And I'm looking up at it because I put it right above my desk all the time. So I'm looking at, I'm seeing it to provide resources that empower business owners to achieve their idea of success, but then break that down, right? Be able to explain each section of it. Um, Okay. So that's number one. Number two, have a working plan. And we talked about this earlier, but this plan is about working. This is not about this static thing where I make a plan I throw it at somebody and go, there's the plan. And that's what it's going to be. And we're rigid and we're stuck to it. It's a working plan. So it's evolving. It's changing. It's growing. It's expanding. So it's a working plan. What are the things that I want to be doing? Who am I going to be talking to? All of the things that we do in the five keys of planning, you know, and, and part of that is the why, you know, and that's a big section at the beginning, but let's put that next piece in there too, the plan, right? Uh, Let me just check a comment before we get, (laughs) <laughs> yes, it might. You're right. Small business salaries might be two hours long. Now I'm okay with that. If you guys are okay with that, as much content as I, and information as I can share and bring to you, as long as you guys are liking it, then, then I'm down. All right. Um, all right. So uh, let's get back. To, I got to turn that comment off real quick. Thank you. All right. Uh, so working plan number two, number three, a defined cost and pricing strategy. So we understand how much it costs us to be in business. We have a way to capture that. We have a way to make sure that we're staying on top of that. Again, not a, not a tool to just try to cut as many costs as we can, just a, co- a tool to understand and to be able to pay ourselves. We have to pay ourselves. Please pay yourself. And this doesn't mean that just because I put in my cost structure that I'm going to pay myself that I actually have to all the time. But if you're not planning for it, you never will. So plan for it first. As you're getting started, you may, you may not be able to. You may have to be reinvesting in equipment. You may have to be reinvesting in training. You may have to be reinvesting in, in other things. And so that money that would have went into your pocket has to go to some other things. But if we're planning for those things in our pricing, at some point, then we'll be able to get to where we're paying ourselves, right? So um, define cost and then a good pricing strategy. Again, a pricing strategy is not going, oh, well, this cost me this, multiply times two or three, or or this is not a pricing strategy either, going to the internet and saying, how much would you price this at? I'm totally fine with asking those questions so you can understand the market. But if your whole pricing strategy is to then take that understanding of the market and just pick a number that sounds good to you, you're going to ultimately fail. Understanding the market gives you the framework gives you where you need to work in. Picking the price that's right for you has everything to do with your costs, right? So define cost and pricing strategy. Are you looking to move your business forward and make it a full-time success that not only supports you, but also can support your family? Todd Downing and I launched our success group. Our mission is to provide resources that empower business owners to achieve their idea of success. What we learned when Todd started his own decorating business, and I was a pioneer of the industry's first podcast, was people were hoarding all of the information, or it was just disorganized and had no basis in real results. Both Todd and I saw really nice people fail because they didn't have the basics and a foundation. At the 2019 Dax Tinley Park Trade Show, we met for the first time face-to-face, and the conversation turned to this very problem. 
What we soon discovered was a similar passion with different areas of strength. Todd brings the day-to-day know-how, making things easy to understand, and also breaking down the how-to step-by-step. I bring impactful ideas, lessons from the wide range of people I have worked with over the years, and a foundation of business principles to build upon. We don't want you to struggle to launch or grow your business. We want you to thrive, hit the ground running, and be good citizens of your market. If you are interested in learning more and would like to get some free resources, just fill out the form over at oursuccessgroup.com forward slash empowered. That's empowered, E-M-P-O-W-E-R-E-D. Again, oursuccessgroup.com forward slash empowered. The next thing that I think is a must is we, we have to have some coaching. We have to have some training. And I know that I'm preaching to the choir inside the Our Success Group here, but I, I don't bring this up to be this promotion for Our Success Group. There's lots of different ways that you can get coaching or training, but you got to have that. We've got to be able to have some way to look outside to a mentor, to somebody else that's doing the things that we want to be doing and to be able to take that in in a specific way that it's coaching or training, right? Even the world's most gifted athletes, the ones that are out there being gifted every day, don't do it on their own. They've got a coach. They've got somebody helping them break it down. They, they get training. They work on things. They, they build. So we've got to have that some way, shape, or form. Again, not a big promotion for OSG. However that happens, we want to be that resource for you, but whatever the right resource is for you, the coaching and training. And then Last but not least, um, thing that we have to have here, and I don't know if we talked about this a whole lot earlier, but when we talked about getting feedback, we talked about taking actions. The other thing that can be really helpful that is, again, I think these five things are, are kind of the resources that we need to make sure we understand to become a successful business owner in 2021. But this last part is we have to have some way to get outside of ourselves, right? Because we have this limited sight, knowledge, what we know, right? We can go study on the internet. We can go do all this. We can you know, try to get into groups and, and share. But when I'm talking about a mastermind group or an accountability partner, we need somebody or a group of people that are willing to go deep with us, right? That, that are willing to get rid of all the BS, all of the let's try to make everybody feel good or let's try to just prove our point and are willing to be open to the greater good. The, you know, okay, you've got challenges. I'm going to help you because I know if you've got challenges, you're going to help me and we're going to get better together, right? So, Having a mastermind group, people that you can get real raw with and, and just be able to, in a very specific way, challenge yourself, become accountable to them, or uh, just a, a one-on-one accountability partner is another great way to do this. You know, Pick somebody, ask them if you guys can be accountability partners together. And this is not a one-way street. This has to be a two-way street. So you have to be willing to sacrifice for them to be there when they need an ear to cry on or shoulder to cry on. That's not the right thing. Ear to listen (laughs) and a shoulder to cry on. How about that? Um, So one of those two things. So again, real quick, just back through these five things that that, uh, are required in my mind to be a successful business owner in 2021, have a clear why understanding of 
what it, why it is that you're doing this, your mission, your, your goals, but then break that down even further into a working plan of, of actual goals, the specifics of, of what we're going to do along the way. Have a defined cost and pricing structure so you know what it is that you need to be doing for your business to be successful, paying yourself and all those other things. Have some coaching and training. Be willing to improve every day, the constant never-ending improvements. And then last but not least, having that group of people, other people that can lift you up in a real way. You know, unfortunately, it's just not possible inside of a, a Facebook group or something like that. You need to somehow, some way, whether it's, you know, in today's world, it's Zoom calls. Um, hopefully someday we'll get back to where, you know, you have, you have this, um, you know, tribe, right? You, you, you're, you're going to a meeting and you're sitting there and you're, you're eating a meal together. And, and, you know, I mean, think about where we came from. We, we grew up, our, our ancestors were in tribes. They had elders, they had that, that foundation, right? They had the accountability of their peers. If they didn't grow or do something, their tribe wouldn't survive, right? So have all those, those things. And, um, I think that's going to give you the tools that you need to be a successful business owner in 2021 and beyond. So, um, (laughs) it's a good, good why. Um, so, and, and this is just my understanding of it. I don't know for sure. So I'm just going to make it, make it up. No, I'm going to give you my understanding of it. And then, you know, there's this thing called the internet that we can go look and see how far off I am. But I believe the term soapbox came from the fact that before we had microphones and cameras and um, t- televisions and radios and all that other stuff, the news, the town crier got out in front of the town square. And so he was up above everybody else so he could be heard. He stood on a soapbox um, and, and he delivered his sermon, his pulpit, his information for the day. You know, So that is my understanding of it. But let's find out, right? Okay. Anything else you guys got? Uh, because if not, I think hour and 15 minutes is good. Uh, hopefully you guys got a lot out of this. Uh, I am really excited about uh, being able to, again, what I feel is dig a little bit deeper here. If there are certain topics that you guys want to, and I'm typing something in here real quick to be able to uh, make sure I'm giving you the right information. But um if there's certain things that you guys want to get into the weeds on and cover, you know, like I said, my intention here is to bring a lot of mindset type stuff to really be able to deliver more details of the success principles to you and to get into the weeds on that stuff. But I'm willing to get into anything that you guys want to get into. So as our success group members, you know, some of these things might become like actual full-blown recorded trainings. And and so I might say, you know what, let's do that as a training instead. And maybe it's better to go get a, um, a guest trainer. We just had clay on and that was fantastic to have, have an outside voice. Right. Um, So next week we're going to talk about five tips for focus used by successful people. Right. So we talked about having intentional and taking actions and staying out of the noise and the distractions and all that other stuff. Next week, I'm going to give you five tips that successful people use to focus. So hopefully that will be helpful. Hopefully you guys tune in for that. And um, thank you, Wendy. I appreciate you saying that. Great message. Thank you. Best way to spend my Saturday morning coffee. Best way for me to send my Saturday morning is with, with you guys as well. So thank you so much for being here. We appreciate you, you tuning in. And uh, for those folks listening on the podcast, 
side of things. You know, like I said, this is going to be a couple months later that you're hearing this. So, uh, you know, if you want to get in and interact and have that tribe, have that group to be a part of and grow yourself, take a look at our successgroup.com. Um, we need a name. Tribe, crew are used a lot. Maybe OSG squad. Um, th there you go. I heard it was politicians on soapboxes. That's that's a good point. Yep, that probably is closer than my story. So I probably went back a little too far. I love that. Thank you. This, But this this is kind of my whole point of like having this group of people that you trust and understand and, and you're are, are all after the same thing is that we can grow, we can learn by being able to exchange ideas, exchange information. So, um, Todd, I'm, I'm, I'm all down for OSG squad or, or whatever, whatever you guys come up with, uh, I'm all for. So, uh, you know, I like the OSG community, uh, squad, tribe, crew, um, yeah, crews used, tribes used, squad. I'm, I'm okay with that. Whatever you guys want, let, discuss, right? Todd, do me a favor and uh, make that a separate post in the private members group, if you wouldn't mind, just when you get a second, just post that in there and say, hey, what are we going to call the community here? All right. Something something along those lines. All right, you guys, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Everybody being here. And there you go. Pastors, politicians, salesmen, anyone that wanted to be seen and noticed stood on a soapbox. You guys are amazing. Squad goals, <laughs> squad goals. I like it. <laughs> awesome. All right, you guys have a great rest of your Saturday and I will talk to everybody next Saturday about the five uh, tips for focus that successful people use. We'll try to fix that title a little bit so it flows a little bit better, but uh, that's what we're going to be talking about next week. Tune in to uh, Tuesdays with Todd coming up this Tuesday. Um, and then uh, next Friday, we've got two regular guys happening again. And uh, we've got, we're going to do some color management discussion with a gentleman from Printing United and a, a guy from Color Matrix. Um, so Ray Weiss from Printing United, who's, who's their training uh, program director. And, uh, and then a gentleman, and I forgot his name, Jim, I believe, uh, from Color Matrix to talk about color for DTG and sublimation. So that's happening on Friday. And uh, we're off this week from training, uh, our success group training. But then back again on the 10th uh, to talk about getting uh, um, how to get larger orders and then how to manage them. And uh, little little uh, little teaser here, a little uh, early pointer. Both those things are one and the same. Managing, making that easy and getting larger orders are actually one and the same thing. So tune in for that. Looking forward to that happening on the 10th at 7 p.m. Central Time. All right. Thanks, everybody. Have a great rest of your Saturday and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for tuning into another episode of Small Business Saturday Podcast. We appreciate having you as part of the community of listeners. Tune in for the live video sessions at facebook.com slash aaronmontgomery.info to become part of the active community. You can contact me directly at aaron at montcoconsulting.com. Thanks again for listening.